Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning and welcome to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come in and join us if you can. We... Uh, also have the phone lines open at 217-356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. If you want to call in and join us, you can also text in your questions or comments at 217-351-5357. With our experts today, we have Mr. Steve Brown. Good morning. How are Good you? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. Well, you? Excellent. Mr. John Weitzcarver, how Good are you? Good morning, Tamara. Good to see you both. I am adoring. I know. I'm excited that Steve is back. I know. Steve's excited he's back. <laughs> yeah. Is Steve tired of traveling? Yeah. Getting but, there. It, but it was good. John and Marianne and I had a, a good show in Florida at the houseplant and tropical stuff uh, yeah. going on. And then we had some good shows in Dallas and Atlanta. And so, yeah. Lots of great product for later on in 2023 and some for 2024. Awesome. So we're kind of pumped. Excellent. We uh, it's always, always fun cool to, to hear see those new introductions. It, and, it is, and, and and part of what we did in uh, the Tampa area at a, at a tropical foliage show was not only select some merchandise, and we found some cool things that are going to be. Uh, we have a truckload of houseplants semi full that's arriving later this week. Yeah, and uh, so there was a little bit of space on the truck, so John and Marianne picked some other things out. And then they selected some really cool houseplants from Proven Winners. Um, yeah, I'm really be excited coming about in those. Maybe about the yeah. middle of February, weather yeah. permitting, from yeah. the Virginia area. So yeah. some fun things that are grown in glass, Tamara, that are, you have a cork that allows air to pass through, and but it holds the moisture in well. Okay. And these little plants are grown inside these jumbo test tube-like guys, which... Uh, yeah, it's kind of... They spend their whole little life in that test tube. No but kidding. It's kind of a cool thing just to sit around and have in the house. It's 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 something really different, yeah. yeah. And there's some other things that are grown in soil that are pretty exotic that look pretty awesome, too. So, um, yeah, a few there, of the... There'll be a, there'll be a lot of fun things coming in over the course of the next two weeks. Now, when you say exotic, does that mean unusual. tropical and houseplants? Or? Well, and they are tropical houseplants, but they're just unusual uh, where the... Either the coloration or the size or the shape of the foliage or whatever it might be that makes them unusual and not in those common 50 or 100 houseplants that we would normally offer. Yeah. Yeah. you got to keep with the trends and keep going ahead when uh, there's always a new introduction, of course, when it comes, uh, when it's discovered, it takes a while for them to get into production. So, so the fewer plants, the higher the cost. So. But we've got some pretty cool new things. Yeah. Yeah. And there's um, one of the other things that they accomplished was uh, solidifying some of the um, hibiscus that had been pre-booked for this year. And there's uh, a couple different groups out there and that they're favoring. And um, yeah, I, 
I think the Hollywood series has proven itself to be a high performer. It seems to have uh, more flower buds on it at one time, and the flowers last a couple days each. Where in a normal hibiscus, they might spin through in, a, in actually a day. Yeah. Um, so th- you just get more color longer on these guys. Wonderful. And there's a few new varieties that we'll be carrying. There's a one in particular, and I can't remember the name, but it's a pink uh, with a really deep dark pink, almost burgundy throat with yeah. a pure pink center most of the flower and there's a white edge and it's miss american all american something something like that something like that. i forgot that one the only one that sticks out in my mind is the rico suave of course because of the name yeah exactly (laughs) but they all have they all have terrific names like that excellent but but that's what's so cool about the the seems like all the variations in the in the petals are are a little bit different than than your typical hibiscus there's lots of variations in the colors they're very vibrant and as as steve just mentioned the blooms there will be more blooms on the plant at one time and last for longer than just one day it's um you could certainly enjoy these from a distance but compared to a regular hibiscus which can be appreciated close up certainly but you know from 30 or 50 feet or whatever these are ones the closer you get to the plant the more you can appreciate the flower because yeah. flower, there's just so much distinctive change and variation in the in the flower itself like john said yeah they're, they're so they're vibrant yeah pretty yeah. cool yeah pretty cool and we saw some things that uh we're kind of excited about that aren't available this year um just from a production standpoint they're not there but some things for 2024 we're optimistic that there's this uh alocasia or elephant ear that's dramatically variegated with white and green that we Ooh. might be able to offer in 2024. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we'll see. That seems to be uh, a trend right now is a, as much color as you can get in the, in the foliage as opposed to, you know, so many plants are just in the blue variations of greens. Oh yes. So yeah, pretty cool. And speaking of plants, uh, I don't remember how many Which years we've been. Which the show is all about, so I, we, you go for it, Steve. <laughs> I don't remember how many years we've been doing this. Not that long, maybe 10, 12, 15 years. But we're offering, again, for Valentine's Day, a free orchid with a $50 gift card purchase. So this orchid's worth 20 bucks right and left and 10 times on Sunday. It's a oh, tremendous plant in a ceramic pot. It's only 20 bucks, so it's a great value every day. But it's absolutely free when you purchase a $50 gift card. And when we first started this promo, Ed Kelly, being the wise consumer that he currently still is, I'm sure, uh, would think, let's see, I could buy the gift card and give the orchid away and keep the gift card for myself. Or if I really want to make a splash, I could give the gift card away and keep the orchid for myself. So, I mean, the original intention was, wow, you could give this incredible gift card, fantastic gift, and this flower, too, at the same and time. The but co- it right. added a new twist to this yeah, uh, yeah. promo. And then you could also, <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't want to do that, you could buy a $30 gift card and get a free Papyrus Valentine's card with that. Oh. Or you could buy one of each. Those are classy. Those are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You can get pretty creative with the, with the gift giving. You could do multiple gifts that way, too. Uh, big time, and there's um, there's roses, calanchos, um, 
different types of cypress, spass. You've got all kinds of color, and there'll be more and more color coming for Valentine's Day over the next seven to ten days. When you say roses, you mean like the mini roses? Yeah, that are over there oh, in, the, the, mini in roses. the boxes. Yeah. Yay! We do. I know. It's right up your alley. I, I Yeah, it, it really is. I love the mini. I love Calancho. I love the mini roses. Yes, they're both right up my alley. But I, I got to thank you, too, because I, I got the uh, email and from Prairie Gardens, and you have a really cool selection of gifts for men. I always need help. There's with a lot that. of them. The yeah. beer soap sounds very cool. <laughs> I mean, he probably didn't know that he needed beard soap. <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah, and the beard lotion or something. And they had. Then you've got the the hot sauces. It's like you knew you knew my husband Scott when you were choosing <laughs> what to display in this particular ad. You know? <laughs> Very cool items. Yeah, yeah. So, there's some uh, there's some, there's caps, some uh, and... ghost pepper hot sauce over there for him, and all kinds of goodies to go with it. That's right. That's right. Get him that combination of spicy and get some sweets over there too. Trying to call it up just so I can. So uh, John and I were John grabbed some seeds, unbeknownst to me that he uh, grabbed a few out there, and it looks like he got some perennial seeds. And I grabbed just one group of cucumbers that we can talk about here too. And I quit after grabbing about 20 different varieties of cucumbers. And Tamara's going, I thought there were like three varieties of cucumbers in the world. Well, if that many, yeah. it's just cucumber. Right? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. I was wondering what you had over there because I don't have my glasses on. But all I do, all I can see is the sea of green packets yeah. with green things sprouting on them. And, and this is the perfect time of year to come in. I mean, it's like. We were talking about it before the show. It's like going to your favorite bookstore and just browsing, you know, oh, taking yeah. books off the shelf and taking a look at it and maybe putting it back and deciding which ones you want or whatever. But the seed the seed wall, and they've done a tremendous job with having them on display. There's, I believe, six different brands, six or seven different brands of seeds wow. over there. And certainly the largest selection you're going to find <clears throat> easily – in central Illinois, probably in the state. Wow. Uh, probably as big of a selection as you'll see in the Midwest. Um, you know, I just can't say Oops. definitive, but I've been to a lot of garden centers. And the selection's incredible. And whether you're looking for unusual guys, whether it's in the vegetables or annual flowers or perennial flowers or herbs, uh, there's just an incredible, incredible selection. Yeah, and for example, Steve has... 20 packets of different cucumbers. Yeah, I just finally gave up. It's like, well, I don't remember what I have in my hand, so I'm going to quit grabbing because I don't know if there's going to be some duplications. But I didn't know. even know there were that many types. You know, yeah. what, and you're a plant put, expert, put, John. Well, <laughs> well he, knew, he knew there were that many varieties. He just didn't know that yeah. there were that many on the wall probably. But, you know, you can have this really unusual ball-shaped lemon one. Holy cow. That's just, a cucumber. Like that. It looks like a lemon or yeah. an orange. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, because, you know, a lot of times... Uh, we eat with our eyes, you know, if it's visually appealing. True. Yeah. However, if I'm seeing something round and yellow-orange, I'm not expecting to taste a cucumber. Yeah, the key is, would you even try it? That would be fun. Would you try it? Yeah. So if we grow that one for you, you'll give it a shot? That would make for a really pretty salad. How do you like this white one, this Armenian cucumber that we've got here? Oh, those are like green bananas or plantains or something. Eh, call it more white than that. It's, it's almost the color of like the white cucumber, okay. or the white the white pumpkins are that we sell in the fall. Yes. So it's about that same color. But they're cucumbers. Yeah, and if they're 
trained up on a trellis or a pole, they'll tend to hang long and straight. And if you let them go on the ground without support, they'll be a little bit more curled. But either way, they're great slicers, and the skin is not bitter at all. Uh, be nice and sweet and be mm. looking good. How, how little balsamic on those would be good. Yeah, just I never thought there about you go and you're done. how yeah. cucumbers grow. They're not a root vegetable. No, no, no. Right? A vine. Are they, oh, a vine. Yeah, so the, oh, I they typically that. can get pretty big, pretty long. And there are some that are called bush forms. And I typically think of the bush forms as being a small vine and maybe not a true bush. But if you are a little bit tight on space and, and or you don't have the ability to support it or, or have it go up or, or whatever it might be, and you want something that's a little bit more contained, uh, then the bush forms are fantastic for that. Or if you're going to grow it in a pot or a container uh, uh, instead of in the, in the ground or in a raised bed. The bush forms make sense, too. Okay, but if you did that and it's on a vine, you would need to go, like, how high vertically do you think? Eh, or You know, they'll probably go up to, say, five or six feet, four feet, depending upon the, the structure. But if you can't support it that tall, there's no reason to. I mean, and there's no reason to get a ladder out to harvest, right? So if you can... Yeah, you know, me, that'd be every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so keep it at three and a half or four feet tall that okay. you can comfortably... Uh, reach it, harvest, and there you go. Cool. And especially like uh, the teepee effect. The, the the look of that. Yeah, the, either the wood or the bamboo post tied together. I and, think it's kind of And cool. if you do that, if they'll they'll kind of wrap around and grab, but once they start to get the weight of the, of the vine as it gets yeah. bigger or the weight of the cucumbers, you'll need to go ahead and take some of the stretch tie or something and, and tie them around the post too. Just so that, otherwise, yeah. they'll just kind of slip down, yeah. if you will. There's also that neat... Uh, trellis roping it's kind of a net yeah made out of rope that you can stretch around it which is pretty cool but there's uh pickling types that are smaller and as you can imagine um they might be anywhere from two to three inches to four inches or so that you might consider if you were buying pickles in a jar Mm -hmm. at the store they'd be more that size then you have the larger slicing types and kind of everything in between and you know a lot of people want that long skinny one like you might get the cucumbers the english type well this uh green dragon hybrid would be similar to that so it's going to be a a longer thinner cucumber yes it is yeah i could see slicing that lengthwise for a turkey sandwich well there you go go. well that Uh came that came out real fast turkey (laughs) sandwich you guys are getting me hungry (laughs) let's go to the phone lines at 3569397 and talk to andrew who's calling in from champagne hey morning andrew thanks for calling the plant experts well good morning i want to tell you i i always enjoy but now i'm really hungry this morning <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you what, Andrew, they're probably gone, but we stopped by Art Mart this morning and grabbed some ham and cheese croissants and some sausage egg um, cheese croissants yeah. for the team this morning, but I think they're probably gone. Good for Otherwise, you. we'd invite you out. Well, I'm actually interesting. I'm on the way there. I'm a block away. So also <laughs> I'll, lo- I'll be there in an hour. I, I, pro- I promise <laughs> we left some behind. So enjoy. Yeah, a local person in town, I, you know, I always encourage that. But I think sometimes we forget that the resources that we have and, and appreciate you guys on Saturday morning. And, and one of the things that I try to tell people is, you know, tell a friend, you know, um, and it, things exponentially grow, you know, literally and figuratively. And I hadn't been out 
to Prairie Gardens in a couple months, and I was out there, and I got stuck. You know, I just kept walking, <laughs> and walking, and, you know, you know, and it, and I grew up here. I, I mean, I left for a while, but you know, yep. it, it's just you guys are a fabulous resource. And one of the things I again I would encourage people is, yes, I listen on Saturdays, but tell a friend. You we know, appreciate this that. Is, this is just such a, a amazing resource we have here in central Illinois. And um, I, I thank you guys. And I'm going to go get my coffee now and I'll say hi to the group at Art Mart. But um, enjoy, thank Andrew. You thank, you. thank you. You're, so you're probably much. one of those guys that used to come out here and stare at the train set that was going around when we used to sell uh, <gasps> well, trains train and hobbies. Set. Well, I, I, I'm kind of date myself back to Charlotte and Jeff. So, yeah. Um, I, that, was, yep. that was my <clears throat> that's what my mother gave me as a gift you know we we didn't have much growing up so it's like let's go to prairie gardens you know Aww. so that's awesome that's do, fun dreams do come true thanks guys they do andrew that's thanks wonderful. for calling Thank we you. appreciate thanks, it thanks andrew well, and i and, and i 100% agree whether it's us or art mart or other local businesses mm-hmm. uh, and the really the difference is the people in terms of how much they care how much they're committed uh, their expertise, um, going the extra mile all the time. And it's, considering the community, really thinking yeah. about the community. No, it's, it's, it's amazing so many things go right, and it's because of the people that are at the stores. So That's great. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to have to stop by Art Mart later to get my husband some of uh, that spicy mustard they have. All right, we have a text that says, if one wants to start a row of roses... My standard is basically any kind that will make flowers. Uh, am I out of luck for this year? Are there any that I can plan to start from Prairie Gardens that I would plant? If so, what month to plant? So it sounds like somebody who is not familiar with roses but would love to have some. I understand that. And a, a row. Well, a row of roses, that sounds beautiful. It I'd, does. I'd say, I'd say a lot the, to consider, the, tec- though, the texture is has perfect timing because yeah. odds are that he or she probably won't plant until late April or sometime in May okay. uh, yep. early June, depending upon what works for their schedule. Um, but John, you want to talk a little bit about what we've got or if there's some uh, favorites or yeah. I, I'm I not mean, sure if this person is going to use them just as a, first, absolutely. Of, first of all, as a novice, I'm going to say there are so many types of roses. I still get confused. There's like hybrid tea and yep. shrub roses. Yep. Uh, but then there's knockout roses, and yeah. so uh, there's, start with that. There's <laughs> Please. tons of roses. Uh, first, considering we need, uh, for best performance, full sun, which is at least eight hours of sun, for them to perform the best and bloom the best. Okay. So that's a first consideration. And also, uh, if you are a novice, uh, I would probably do a little bit of research but the easiest roses to grow are the are the shrub types because they are they're more continuous bloomers throughout the season nice the others yes you're right there's hybrid tea there's grandiflora there's floribunda so there's a few different categories of roses also okay and they all include a, a, a more and more amount of care. Uh, Maybe I, not. I, I, not necessarily. I think okay. you, you want to start out by saying, what do I want to accomplish? 
and then work towards what type of rose versus saying, I'm going to be worried about the type of rose first because it all okay. is about the purpose and the intent, right? Yep. So am I going to just plant them in the landscape and I'm, and I'm basically buying a shrub with a lot of flowers almost all summer long? Yeah. If, if, am I going that route? And if that's the case, then often a uh, little bit less maintenance, no spraying for black spot or powdery mildew kind of thing, and something that's very reliable, winter hardy. Is that where I'm going? Or do I want uh, something really, really tiny that is more in the miniature family? Or do I want something for cut flowers to bring inside the home and have the biggest, most fragrant, incredible flowers? I mean, what am I trying to do? Well, and it... And it the others kind of sound obvious, but if you wanted the fragrant cut flowers, what would you choose? I would probably look at some of the grandifloras and the hybrid teas personally. Yep. And then I'd probably say, okay, what colors do I want? And then between the color and then I'd narrow it down. So if I if I wanted a incredible red f- one, I'd probably still consider. Uh, uh, Mr. Lincoln is yep. about as fragrant, and it's a little bit lemony, spicy, uh, but it's just an incredible deep red rose. There's other old, and some of these are varieties that have been around for 70 years, 80 years, There's 90 some years. Really old ones, um, yeah. You know, Chrysler Imperial has been around for a long time, and it's a very good fragrant one. Olympiad uh, came out, I don't remember if that was in 76 ish or if it was 1980 ish, maybe when they had the Los Angeles Olympics, but it's been a it while, came out, yeah. it came out somewhere in that time period range. I think I'm going to guess in the eighties <laughs> and it's a little bit more of a hot red, pure red, medium red, not quite yeah. as deep a red color, yeah. but it's got a nice fragrance to it as well. Uh, but if I wanted to, uh, it's hard to beat Queen Elizabeth for an old fashioned pure pink fragrant one. Oh, and uh, peace, peace is a great one for yeah. uh, kind of a pink yellow blend. Oh, that sounds uh, beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. just because it's an, yeah. a newer variety doesn't mean it's necessarily better. But there's no. there's all kinds of them out there. Yeah. Or you know, do I want something that's going to grow up on a trellis or an arbor right. and be more dramatic uh, with more height and more show? Um, mm-hmm. But what we sell the most of, which the industry sells the most of, are the shrub type roses and. Knockout is still the most popular rose in the industry. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know the statistics on it, but I almost wouldn't be surprised if one out of every five to ten roses sold isn't a knockout. Yeah, probably. Is knockout a brand, or is it? It started out as a single one plant, but then you know they quickly. Uh, we're able to develop some other colors uh, that kind of a trait. The the trait tends to be very winter hardy, almost always in bloom from May through October. Uh, fairly disease resistant, uh, no spraying for powdery mildew. Yeah, not like very spot. not very often that you have any okay. problems. And uh, th- if there's a if there's a negative about them, they tend to be a fairly large plant, and sometimes they don't always work out in the landscape. Yeah. size-wise for everybody, or there's more pruning required just to control them in size because left untouched, six, seven feet tall, tall, six, seven feet across, yeah. somewhere in that range. Wow. Um, could you can keep it three by four by three by four or four by five 
reasonably easy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Somewhere in that range. But if you want to keep it smaller to. than that, it's it's probably not your best choice. And something like that, you want to prune in the springtime. So you'll want to wait until the roses actually start to put on some buds and foliage just emerging and then that way you can tell where you want to cut it and depending on of course you don't want to let it get six feet tall before you decide oh I want to cut it back so if you want to keep it in the three to four or smaller then you know prune it every you know maybe every other year or so okay take out all the old heavy heavy wood okay so yeah all right good to know and there's some other shrub roses that are probably as reliable. They're just not as well known that are a little bit smaller, too. Yeah. Um, so there's some newer ones that are, they call them petites, which are smaller plants, smaller smaller flowers. So, yeah. So uh, about what would I expect size-wise out of the petites? Uh, two feet or under, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So you could even use them like in a small, like, landscaped garden or something. You know what I mean? Landscaped area. Yes, you could. Sure, sure could. Why not? <laughs> so I think doing a little bit of research for that texture and, you know, again, what what do I want to accomplish? It sounds like she wants to have a row of roses. Does she want it to be all the same variety and just be like a showstopper from a distance? Or is it going to be a row that I'm going to go walk by and enjoy as a garden, in which case I might want to plant different varieties because I'm going to be enjoying them up front that way. Yeah, so, some people like to have a variety of different ones. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad I I'm glad they asked. You guys have some great comments and a lot of good things to consider. And so the roses, again, we'll have our best selection usually about the middle to end of April yep, through May. The third week or so, yeah. Okay. Nice. Oh, and 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 I I have to ask again because Julia Child's my favorite because it they are like butter the buds uh, and then um, but as they come on and then as they fade they reach like a a lighter and then a darker shade of of yellow and then lighter again and just all together it just creates this beautiful hue of different yellows on the Julia Child's rose. Is yep. that a shrub rose? Is mm-hmm. it a yes, knockout? It is. It's a shrub. It's a shrub. It's a shrub. Not rose. a knockout. It's okay. com- probably the 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 most vibrant yellow of the shrub roses. Yeah. I like it better than the sunny knockout personally. Uh, really? Yeah. Yep. That says a lot. There's a uh, a drift rose called popcorn, which is a yellowish one, like kind of like buttered popcorn, if you will. Uh, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. Yep. Neat. And the drift rose is a, a shorter rose, but it grows uh, horizontally wider than it does tall. Is there a, a, a knockout rose uh, that is O E T U T E? I don't know if it's a typo or not. Um, somebody is commenting okay, but now there are. Oh, it. Toot, knockout roses you can work with? Petite. Petite, perhaps? Petite. I think that's what they're talking about. Okay. And and there's some dwarf ones that um, I think the color range is pretty limited still, right? Yeah. There's the reddish, and I'm not sure if there's even a pink in that series or a coral. Dwarf shrub rose? It's a a petite knockout. Yeah. Oh. Right now it's mostly red. Okay. Yeah. But we'll have that one as well. 
Neat. And the flower's considerably smaller, so it's not just the plant that's smaller, but the flower's smaller. Everything about it is petite. Yeah. Okay. And there's another series called Oh So Easy, which which is uh, another sharp rose that's smaller. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot to consider, isn't there? So, yeah, a little research and your mind will be blown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then that's when you come into Prairie Gardens and ask the plant experts in person, okay, so well, this I, is what it, I'm considering, this you know, or this. I, I typically, if, if people aren't used to what they look like, I think waiting to see them in bloom here at the store is the way to go. And then you can get an idea of their habit, the foliage yeah. color, if it's deeper, darker, yeah. glossier or not, and, and and certainly then the flower color, fragrance, if you will, if that's an important factor to you. And then just buy them right then and there. That's why mm-hmm. if you wait and purchase them in later in April or in uh, closer to Mother's Day, they'll probably be in flower by Mother's Day. And then you can Perfect. make the right choice. Yeah. Uh, yes, and you're right. It makes such a difference seeing something in person as opposed to a photo of something online. It's nice. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, by the way, or you can text us at three five one five three five seven for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. Now, John, you've you know, brought a selection to the table, uh, and before we run out of time, I want to make sure we can talk about them. Okay. The orchid, we, we first can. of all. Wow. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's just one of those incredible orchids that we've <laughs> seems like we talk about them almost every week but well, but well, they're but worth talking about yes, especially they considered are. free <laughs> yeah just look at free it's, with the valentine what do you what do you call that lime green and then it fades into some kind of a pink and then almost a fuchsia that's yeah okay a lime green on some and the others are just well on the Backside, it's lime and green. On the veining, front, it's you know, the, yellow. Yeah, it's just like with the oh yes, the burgundy veining. Well, the best colors are ones that you can't describe in one word. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole lot going on, and again, that's Absolutely. the promotion that's going on now through Valentine's Day while they last. Uh, free orchid that's worth 20 bucks all day long. I'm staging it. Uh, absolutely oh, free when you buy a $50 Prairie Gardens gift card. Yep. <laughs> and I think there's a limit of two. Limit two. Per limit customer two. with that. And then you, if you could also buy a $30 gift card and get a free papyrus uh, Valentine's card, and there's a limit of one on that one. And then, of course, the anthurium that Steve has won everybody over on for the best blooming house plant ever. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Is it, that's the red the one there? right here, yeah. Okay. But again, if you want something that's going to flower every day, you know, maybe six or eight flowers or 12 flowers every day, as long as you own it with reasonable care, yeah, it's hard to beat it. Yeah. yeah. And okay. that's, that's your probably top pick orchid in Ethereum and then... And Tamara's favorite, Calancho, is your your best bloomers for indoors if you want flowers. And okay. I just brought this little cute That's plant. adorable. It looks like a little buried heart. It's a it's a Hoya. Hoya carii. Uh It's got a heart-shaped leaf. And pretty slow grower, but uh, it's pretty rewarding. It's adorable. And... Uh, and yeah, just a nice little sweet gesture. It's just a little cutting, a leaf cutting, but it's pretty neat. 
Yes, it is. And low maintenance. Absolutely. Yeah. Bright indirect light, minimal water. It's happy. One of those ice cubes once a week kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh, maybe a little more than that. Uh, so I get up. too hung up on the whole ice cube thing, but that's just yeah. another. <laughs> that works from the that orchids. That works for you. That works for you. <laughs> it yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to use the watering can. <laughs> so yeah, somebody again is uh, wondering. They just wanted to make sure they understood the difference between a shrub rose and a knockout. Well, a knockout is a type it, of shrub rose. It is a shrub rose. Yes. So, it's like saying. Anything else, it's a brand, um, if you will. And it, in this particular case, it's not only a brand, but then it goes further. There's the original knockout is a red single flowering. Then they have double knockout, which is a red flower that has more petals. Uh, and then they've got sunny knockout and white out, and, which is technically probably not a knockout, but it's white out. And then um, you've got pink knockout. And a double pink knockout, and then there's um, a coral salmon one. Yeah. Uh, so, What's, but they're a type of shrub rose. So, yeah. pick pick any category of anything in your life, if it's clothing or it's it's like Coke and Pepsi or soup know. or anything okay. else. You know, oh, you so Heinz or kind you want, of a brand name. You want some you want some <laughs> jeans? Oh, what I want some Levi's or whatever kind of thing. Okay. And, and so, but it's it's the one that deservedly so has overtaken the market in terms of its performance and you know i'd say it's a strong performer all the way down into some of the southern states as far south as uh, georgia and alabama Uh, northern florida perhaps even a little bit but um, you start to compete with other things that have extended bloop times down there so maybe not as popular plus they don't perform as well when it's just crazy stupid hot but um, certainly in the midwest uh, the east Upper Midwest, uh, the Rocky Mountain area, yeah. whatever. It's just going to dominate. It's just going to do super well. Nice. Yeah. And again, if it's too tall, if it's too big, if it's too much maintenance for you to keep it to a height that you want, then I would start to look at some other options. But if it's doable for me, it'd be hard to beat it. You just got to decide what color or colors you want to do and go from yep. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a- that's what I would want to like. Oh, we tried one year to do the lighter pink and the deeper pink next to each other, but we we bought them at a box store, and it was really late in the season, so they didn't make it. <laughs> but well, and that, it, it looked and nice, and, and, and it is something ta- I'd like to try again. And what but, you're saying is, you bought the darker pink and the lighter pink. You really bought the red because the red's not a true red. It's oh, a, it's a, a little bit of a pink tone to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it always has that little bit of background. Okay. It's not a it's not a true red. It's it's more like I always call it a, a purple red or a fuchsia red. Okay. If you want a true red shrub rose, I think the petite knockout is more true red. Yep. Uh home run is another one. Uh red made land's another good red shrub rose and there's some in the oh so easy family that are more of a true red. Nice. Yeah, because, yeah, I think I would kind of think, personally, I want the red. Um, now that I've tried the pink, but I also want to go back try the pink again, too. So. <laughs> anyway. Now, Brianna, so. I know we already talked about the orchid, uh, but did you want to mention the peace lily? And, and is that a fern? It's a palm. No, it's this a palm. is a palm. So this is a plant. It's called the bella palm. 
the anthabella palm. It's a short palm, a small one. It's a slow grower. Uh, max is usually about three feet, two to three feet. And it's kind of like a iron plant. It's a, it's a starter plant that I tell a lot of people about. It can tolerate medium to lower light. Uh, and it's just easy. Yeah. One of the easies. The tips don't turn brown on it as much as they do on some marikas and some other palms. Yeah. yeah. So they're that's they're, nice to know. I, I think the common name is parlor palm, I believe. A yeah. Also, palm. yeah. It's, it's nice because it's it's very full, uh, but it it doesn't spread too much. So it's more upright. It, it is up and so out. It takes a, up a nice scut- amount of space without taking yeah. a lot of space. Shorter leaves, and it's one that typically uh, parlor palm. Uh, because you can put it on a plant stand and up easily, and it'll be more of an upright plant. Okay. So yeah, it's pretty neat. That's nice. That's one that I always recommend to people if they're novices, but want something other than a philodendron or a pothos or sansevieria. So yeah. So we're okay. hoping the semi full of house plants will be here Thursday ish. Yep. And yeah, you know, it takes us a couple of days to get them processed, if you will. But if somebody wants to, it's like a big ocean. Come in and help us process. They can. Yeah. We'll pay them in plants, right? It's always fun. Well, you know, everybody <laughs> comes in and they look in the and they look in I'll the wrappers, and yeah, it's it's kind of neat. Lots yeah. of boxes, a lot of wrappers. Yep. Yeah, but yep. it's 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 going to be awesome. So, you know, a week from today, we should have most of them out and available uh, for sale. Yeah. So again, we're open till six o'clock today. Yep. Don't forget the promo: free orchid. It's worth twenty bucks with a fifty dollars Prairie Gardens gift card. Yeah. Or a free papyrus Valentine's card with a thirty dollars gift card. So a couple things going on. Yep. Uh, any other gardening tips you might say if somebody was so inclined to get out there this week or next week? Well, so we can still do some watering of plants, our trees, or shrubs that we planted last fall, just to make sure to help get through yeah in fact i saw that we're we are supposed to get some rain in the overnight tonight <coughs> excuse me but um yeah. it's only supposed to be like a tenth of an inch no because yeah. that uh inch of inch of snow is equivalent to <laughs> to like Not much. well one, one inch of water is uh, 10 inches of snow so you know. oh okay so, so yeah. one inch of snow is just a don't think what, we, what we've what we've had the last couple of weeks is enough to yeah. To be real significant. So, yeah. It, okay. yeah, again, tough to get the hoses out and this or whatever, but if you can go the, the bucket route, fill up the buckets and go out there and maybe drench those plants that could use a drink. Yeah. It could be anything new. It could be anything that's a, a, a new-ish evergreen that's been in the ground for a couple, three years. could certainly use a good drink. And uh, while well, it can take it in because it's going to get a little bit colder again, the ground's going to freeze hard and yep. any of the moisture that's in the ground is not going to be available to the plants then at that point in time. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be good to do uh yeah. pruning would be great right pruning, yep, for sure perfect time to do most of that certainly any cleanup that you didn't get done um and just going out there and kind of planning and planning. what do i want to get done this, this spring this is the what? best time well that's why i kind of brought some of the books to the table just because this is a good time of year to hunker back and and reacquaint yourself with what you might want to do this coming season or or read a little bit more about some of the plants that you already own and um, there's no nothing That's wrong with having idea. some downtime from outside, you know. Mm-hmm. But then also, yeah, looking up the plants that you would like to consider, and seeing what their Absolutely. habits might be, and see if they would work with your landscaping. 
Yeah, Steve has brought thinking about his cucumbers. I brought some seeds for for some fun kind of heirloom. They're they're kind of annuals, but they see reseed themselves, like the old Johnny Jump Ups, which are the little cute purple and yellow little tiny pansies. And, or viola is actually called uh, this verbena, the ver- Brazilian verbena, which is the tall purple that will uh, we sell it as an annual sometimes, but uh, this will reseed itself. It's kind of tall and wispy, which is really pretty cool. Great pollinator mm-hmm. plant, absolutely. Oh, okay, good. And then of course the Cleomi. Little nod to Ed Kelly. He loved, used to love Cleomies. Once you have them, you'll always have them. Always have them. They receive themselves very well. Yeah. Spider spider flower, it's called. And it, and it looks like a different hues of pink. Uh, yep, yeah, usually. Purple. Yeah, pinks, pink tones. Okay. And then, of course, the batch, bachelor button. And I love that I one. Love it's like these. a cornflower blue kind yeah. of. Yeah, and then there's assorted colors, too. A bachelor button. Yeah. Um, and how tall do those grow? These are um, usually about... 18 inches or so. Okay. So, yeah, just some fun stuff. Wow. Lovely. But that's something that you could come in and just kind of walk through the aisles and read the seed packets. Mm -hmm. Do a little dreaming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then pick up your gardening magazines and And stuff. Linda and the crew will be firing up the greenhouses here shortly. Uh, We'll actually start approximately February 6th or 8th, they'll start uh, planting geraniums. And then they'll move on to hanging baskets and combo pots and uprights. So they'll just keep expanding room by room by room in the greenhouses and get the crops ready to go for spring. Oh, how fun. Okay, now, speaking of geraniums then, I'm trying that thing where I I saved a few in brown paper bags. I'm keeping them in my garage. Uh, which is a decent temperature. It's insulated. When do I bring them out and start kind of waking them up for the season? Well, geraniums will probably want to wait a little bit later, you know, mid-April to first part of May. Oh, okay. And and they may start doing it in the bag, depending on how warm the garage gets. So that might be an indicator that you have to to make a move, even if it's before that you're ready, whatever. But part of it's going to be, what kind of growing conditions you would have inside the house. So if you have a lot of bright light, you could start them a little bit sooner. But if you don't have good light and they're going to be growing in a not a good environment, um, you don't want to wake them up any sooner than they you have yeah. to. But oh, okay. Have you watered them at all? No. Should I have? I would, yeah. I would check them. <laughs> just check for hydration. Did you knock the soil off the roots or are they just? Yes. Okay. I did do that. Yeah, I would check them to make sure they're not all shriveled up or anything. Is it a good thing to wash the soil off the roots? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you can go either way. Okay, good. All right. And then when I see whether or not they're going to take, then I'll come in and get Linda's geraniums <laughs> all nice and, <laughs> and healthy and beautiful. Well, yeah. I, I admire you for wanting to experiment. Thank you. you. Know, I think that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. And that's it was all from... Your inspiration, guys. Yeah. There's Marianne. And if it doesn't work for you, you can just forget just, that. Just get a new one. And it's hard to do when you first start doing plants to be able to just let it go or let something die or just give up on it and move on. But but it gets easier, I, I will say. And again, thanks to your encouragement. <laughs> 
Definitely, definitely. Okay, so again, the um, free orchid with a $50 gift card uh, going on now through Valentine's Day. While they last. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and limit two orchids per customer. And uh, then, of course, the papyrus card you can get for free with a $30 gift card. Right? Yep. yep. All right. Absolutely. And lots Got of it. cool gifts for men, too. So we're open six till 6 today, 9 to 6, and then tomorrow, short days, 12 to 5. 12 to 5, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then come out and see us. There's so many spring things rolling in. It's great. It's yeah. pretty exciting. I know. Just strolling through your houseplant room alone is wonderful. And then to know you have another truck full coming in this week, even more exciting. So definitely make plans to come out to Prairie Gardens. You've been listening to Prairie Gardens Plant Experts live. Thank you, Steve Brown. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, John Weisgarber. Thank you. And hopefully we'll have Mary Ann Beck next week. I'm Tamara McDaniel, our executive producers, Mr. Dave Leak. Thank you so much for your calls and texts. A podcast of the show will be available later today at WDWS.com. Have a great weekend.